Welcome back to Get With The Programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. Sad times, Bill. Sad times. Sad. Yeah, sad, sad times. Semifinals are over. Oh, sort <laughs> Not really. Oh, wow. Uh, we are almost over. We've got almost. one last chance. Yeah. One last chance. You know what I have to say? Like, I was really... I, so far, I, this it, has been the most fun week for me. Yeah, by far. Like, and I don't, and I don't mean like the competition has been great, and you know the the races and stuff have been good. But like, some of the most cool stories, mm-hmm. you know, Sam Briggs, um, Danny Haran, dude, that shit that she did at the competition was really fucking cool. Sam or Danny or both? Well, I mean, like, I, I'm, I, I'm really, like, Sam's just kind of like the, that's what you, that's what you see. You, 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 you want to see the best of the best going out there with a, a lot of integrity and a lot of that kind of stuff. And it's like, you know, she hung the shoes, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Danny Horan, the way, the way she did it, um, was super I love the fact that it wasn't the normal way and it was her way. Oh, and okay. She put all the weights away and stacked all the stuff up, and I just thought I just thought that was super cool. What's up, Yvette? Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Who do you like to move through? Hey, everybody. Thanks for yeah. coming to the, in- the Instagram Lives, too. Did you oh, yeah, I did. I saw, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Um, all right, so hey, recapping the weekend, three events, Copa Sur, Atlas Games, and Strength and Depth. I found a lot of surprises, which we'll get to, um, yeah. in a lot of different ways, which was uh, interesting. Interesting. Uh, Dick Butter, no, still not canceled. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I'm trying, though. I'm trying really hard. Um, <laughs> I don't remember watching, like I watch regionals and the sanctioned events and everything else, but like I watched so much CrossFit over the weekend. It was crazy. And I can't imagine how much more I would have watched if uh, Copa Sur, if like if I spoke Portuguese. <laughs> right. Yeah, I... For me, actually, like I had a lot of stuff happening, so I was doing like the catch-up game. So I was watching a lot of the highlights and a lot of the after it was already shown, and I was going back and I was jumping all over the place on the the YouTube broadcast just to to catch up with all of it, because the, the stories just like there were a lot of surprises. There was a lot, a lot like I said, a lot of really cool stories that were. I, honestly, much more exciting and kind of grabbed you from the guts uh, more than the other weeks. Well, yeah, it was awesome. And the crazy thing that we have, again, is that we have these races that come down to the end. And I remember having like good races in a, in a regional here or there or a sanctioned event. It feels like we got one at every semifinal, not, maybe not every single division, um, but it was, I have, I'm not used to this. 
this yeah. many close tight races across the board. And I was talking to Adrian Conway with it about it uh, a little bit yesterday. And I think it's just the evolution of the sport is that now the depth of field is just getting so good as opposed to it's like, yeah, these are your top four. And then, you know, people will piddle around here and maybe the programming will get the fifth person be like, now everybody's good. There's some great, yeah. but there's a lot of good out there. And I think that was manifested in all the tight races we had. Well, and we, we've seen, you know, over the last handful of years where that, that line, that, that pick line um, has always been there and it would always land on somebody. But there was a massive spread between, you know, the, the who was going and who wasn't going. Um, you, you had your handful up at the top. You had your three that were good and um, they did their thing, which is cool. But you're right. Now we have like uh, basically 10, 10 athletes that are all battling hard mm -hmm. in that spot. And so those points get very, 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 um, I mean, they're heavy. Every single event matters. And so you really can't afford to lose in an event. And I mean, in, in, I saw someone posted up here, you know, is six events enough? It's, it's, that's a good question. I mean, because you could have these top five finishes and then all of a sudden have one really bad event and you are, you know, you're, you're tightrope in that line now. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it makes for, it makes, as far as uh, spectating goes, it makes for some really exciting stuff. I think, I think six events is enough, but the caveat is depending on the programming. And that's where when, when we put so much emphasis on, Okay, this was a little off. This isn't, you know, the time frame, the redundancy here. There's a lot of pulling. When there's only six, the priority of the programming being on point is vital. Well, and then also all the qualifying spots up, up until that. That's why, that's why the, the programming, it's not programming an event. It's not even, you know, it's not programming a competition. It's, this, it's the beginning to the end program. That's why, you know, the, what was great about having Dave there, and this is a weird year because of all the transition and who's doing it this time and that time or whatever, but at least we knew when Dave was doing it, there was a plan. He looked at the whole season. Right. The open, the quarterfinals, the semis, the games. And you're right. So is six, is six a good enough number? Yeah, I think it is a fine number as well at this point, but... Mm -hmm. It also is dependent on did the qualifiers up to this point get the right people to this six so that we can use our programming to pick the right six to get, you know, the, the right five to get to the games. Yeah, and, and that goes... Yeah, I, I think six is fine. Shit, could you imagine if it was more than that? Shit. No, I think six is, is, six is great. It's always been six. Sometimes there's that weird seventh. They've had that at regionals yeah. back in the day as well. And that's, that goes in the, the side of having standardized programming is because now you can control the entire environment. It's like, okay, this is our open group, and then this is our quarterfinal group, and then this is our semifinal group, and the programming has been evolving as the test evolves until we get to the CrossFit Games, which is a breadth of tests between like 13 to 15 events, which allows you to do more niche tests as long as each variable gets touched. Right. Um, but I think six events is perfectly fine if the programming is obviously well-balanced. Well, that's why it's so important. It's not just about, okay, throw a bunch of hard events out there. It's, you have to pick the right events. 
you know, and, and, and we've seen it. I, I mean, we, you know, last week, last week was an example of that. Those were all great events individually, but you put them together and all of a sudden it's like, ah, I don't know. Oh, is my microphone low? Uh, I don't know. You do sound different. Yeah. I, uh, Bill's maybe, got some technical issues going on. Like your video is weird too. My video? God dang it. <laughs> Welcome to live masters podcasting brought to you by Bill Grunther. <laughs> it's not me, man. I promise I'm on the right thing, but I don't know why I don't have a, I mean, it says, oh, fuck. what's up, Charlotte. Thanks for making the show. We're, we're currently in shit show mode. <laughs> oh. The uh, one of these questions, and I'll I'll jump on this a little bit. Is was Katrin's judge too hush? Which I'm assuming means now you got a nice little hum there. Reload your Google. Just reload your Chrome and come back in. You want me to come back in? I'll come yeah, yeah. Back in. I'll be back. Reload it, Bill. Uh, was Katrin's judge too hush? Which I'm assuming means not calling out enough no reps. He didn't come the next day. Is that true? I'd be curious if that is true or not. How do you know that? Um, listen, we all watched the competition. If you guys didn't, you can go back and watch. And obviously, athletes are always listening to their judge. And Bill is uh, Bill is in the camp of, I'm going to go as fast as I can. And as I do that, I'm going to hope that my judge tells me what I'm doing. And so for like Katrin's sake is like, yes, the 50 deadlifts she did at the kettlebells in that adverse first event were, were not good. But if she's trying to make up for lost time and go as fast as she can, she's just trying to go as fast as he can. There's no doubt in my mind that Katrin's not going out there and deliberately trying to cheat the movements. Does that, did that work? So much better. Oh, there you go. Yes. <laughs> you look and sound much better. Thank you very much. I feel. Oh, there we go. Oh, flip, flip it. Yeah. yeah. So we're talking about um, Katrin is like, okay, people were giving Katrin crap for like the kettlebell deadlifts, which, you know, those first 50 were not great. Um, and then obviously the bar facing burpees at the end. But a lot of the onus is that that's on the judge. Because if you're trying to go as fast as you can, like Katrin needed to, because that was a bad event, especially on the muscle up side for her. And. I don't blame Katrin for trying to move as fast as he can because I don't think she's out there deliberately trying to cheat anything. And if she's like, okay, this is as fast as I can go, and the judge is like, you're good. I'm like, sweet, let's go. Uh, I saw all the stuff that Hiller was talking about. I saw his videos. Um, I listened to him and Sevon, you know, when they were talking about it. Yeah. I think that all of his arguments are completely 100% valid when you have an online qualifier, when all you have is the video to judge. Um, because at that point, you're going to have someone from the outside watching the movement. Live competition, it is 100%. If the judge says it's good, then it's good. And the reason I say that, and this is and this is not a, I mean, it is the fault of the judge. And I, and I say that lightly because... I don't say it's the fault. It's the call of the judge. If they say it's okay, it's okay, period. Whether they are a paid judge, an unpaid judge, a volunteer judge, a whatever. And what that comes down to is not the fact that 
she was trying to cheat or she was, as Bruce is saying, trying to test the judge. Mm -hmm. She's trying to go fast. I mean, like we have we have said this many times, me and you, we know how to how fast can we go within the line that's allowed in the line. The the allowable line is if the judge says yes or no, if the judge says yes. Then why would you change it? Why would you go? Because this whole thing about like. And, and I and I disagree with the idea of like, you know, well, when you're racing, you need to have integrity. I mean, this isn't if that was the case, there would be no judges because they, I'd go. like, Oh, my gosh, guys, I just I know repped myself on that one. Sorry. <laughs> I know. Rep. It's like, no, that's not what's happening. We're trying to go fast and we're racing. So if. If I'm racing, then it is up to the judge to say no rep or good rep. And if they if if it's a bad call, it's a bad call. If someone mm -hmm. gets in or doesn't get in, I mean, we see that in every other sport, basketball, baseball, football, everything. You'll see a bad call that either allows the team to advance or not advance. So, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to say that screw the judge. What I say is that this is now a we're getting more and closer and closer and closer to, okay, sport of CrossFit. Mm -hmm. If we are, you keep talking about wanting to be professional. CrossFit is saying the sport needs to be professional. Well, if that's the case, treat your judges like professional judges. Otherwise, you're going to deal with these issues. And this is not that individual volunteer judges issue because, I mean, again, you have a head judge that is paid that's there and making sure. And if they if they're looking across and they see, for the most part, nothing is going all that wrong. Yeah. Then then if then it's fair game. So I. I don't think I don't think Catherine was out there cheating. I, I don't think that, that was the case. Was she trying to ride the line? Hell yeah! Because if you're an athlete and if you don't, you're not gonna go. Like mm -hmm. you're just not. Yeah. I mean, I put can. I put more on the as you said the head judge. Mm -hmm. What the fuck are you doing? Totally. I've judged plenty of competitions as a head judge and putting on my own event for seven years. And the first thing I do is watch all the athletes and then look at who's not doing something. And then I walk over there and there's not one person out there, right? Like it's really easy to be like one through 10. Mm, that's not right. Get your ass over there and fix it. That's your job. And you're paid to do that job. Yep. I yep. put more of that. I feel bad for this volunteer dude. Cause apparently some people are saying he didn't show up the next day and like deleted his Instagram and. But, yeah, Rich, you're not wrong. There's some judges that are effing terrible. And they're also volunteers, as Bruce is talking about. But you're the head freaking judge. What are you doing? It's not, it's not that hard. It's really hard in the moment. It's really hard being Katrin's judge because, listen, if you're a volunteer dude, sometimes when Katrin Davis' daughter gets in your lane and you're like, oh, shit, it's Katrin Davis' daughter. Like, that's just the human part of it. I'm not excusing acting like that, but I can see how that would happen, especially with Kettlebell Deadlifts, which is like, she's going crazy. But it's really, really easy to be on the outside looking in and be like, uh, no, because I don't have to pay attention to this person. You can just scan the field. Why did it take 35 deadlifts to walk over there and tell her to do it right? It's ridiculous. And and, and everybody out there, more than more, probably, I would say, I would assume that the majority of judges that are out there have coached at some point. The, the head judges, definitely. I know as a coach, I can scan a room of 20 people. What up, Teddy? Of 20 people that are taking the class, 
and out of the corner of my eye, I can see a movement that's not right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how we are as coaches. Like we, you, you, these, these things that are not right, they are glaring. They pop out like a big old flash. So there's no way that if someone is going super fast on deadlifts and you don't see the shoulder coming behind, you know, the, the, uh, the kettlebells or the bar, whatever it is that we're talking about, you're going to see that. Like that should be like, all, like, you know, tapping you from the side of the head. So I, I, like, I get it. Like, the person that's paid is the head judge. I mean, dude, we remember the days when Adrian would come over. You said it yourself. I will stop. Yes. If I see Adrian coming over, Dave Eubanks is coming over. It's like, I'm going to stop. Yeah. What's up, boys? Hey, what's up? What's <laughs> happening? I'm going to wait till you leave. <laughs> Move along. <laughs> <laughs> I got some kettlebell swings to not get no repped. <laughs> Move along. And again, that's not, that's not cheating, but I want to play to one person. I want to play to the person that's counting my reps. That's who I'm playing to. Yeah. And I, you know, I've had reps that were good that were called bad. I've had reps that were bad that were let to go. And that's just part of the game. So, um, I, uh, uh, you know, again, I, I feel bad for that judge because that judge is kind of a weird setup. I mean, you're hacking. You can't be in a live competition and think you're going to cheat. Like if you get if you are allowed to get away with certain movements, that's one thing. But like nobody in a live competition, knowing that it's going to be videoed, knowing that it's going to be broadcast, knowing that you have a live judge out there watching you in front of a crowd, you're going to go, oh, you know what? I'm uh, I'm totally going to cheat. You watch me. Right. I'm only going to do 15 reps instead of 30. Well, that's a completely different <laughs> level of cheating. Well, I, yeah, but that, that's I mean, it's I all the same. Cheating's cheating. That, I get it. Know? I get it. I get it. Wait, hold on. Um, what's uh, Will? I disagree with your definition of cheating. So write up there what you think your definition of cheating is. I'm actually curious about because that. when I when I think of cheating, I think that I'm trying to do less than I need to to get further than what I should. Mm -hmm. Now, as an athlete, when you are trying to take the most efficient line and you're riding the line, that doesn't mean that you're cheating. That means you're trying to take the straightest line possible. Yeah. You know, what's uh, within the allowable, within the allowable. There, This is one thing. Um, I believe this is Travis, but Vindicate. Uh, sup, bro? Nice shirts. Um, he's talking about where you put the judge. Why would you, like, where they put these judges sometimes is also setting them up for failure. Totally. Either not to be able to see it or to obviously get, brutalized by the public god the live chat there is brutal <laughs> <laughs> like on the totally. leg rope climb if the athletes are running this way why are you putting the judge behind them where you can't see the front of them like on the leg rope climb, why are all the judges even having to be passed by an athlete to where they're looking at the back of them they should be on the I other side so that you can watch all these people clamp their damn legs together on their way up the rope. Uh, right? Man, it was it was really uh, listening to Tommy and, and Mads. Dude, Mads. It, it's, we know when we're broadcasting that we try very hard not to hammer the judges. Because we'll see reps that are not good. Yeah. But they're letting it go. And <laughs> I heard Mads a handful of times go, oh, 
Um, so here's what the standard is. It didn't look like that, but you know, they have a different vantage point than we do. And that is a, that is a classic thing that we've been basically like programmed (laughs) to say is like, listen, you can't just go out there and throw them under the bus, but But, you can't also just like sit there and be like, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. And that was a good rep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. These, but but it's hard though. I, it's very easy as a, as a, uh, spectator to crush the judges because even like, and if we use other sports for the same deal, mm-hmm. we will hammer the umpires and the referees. Oh, um, I do all there. the time. Uh, so I say I, that, vicious that's kind of the name of the game, but you know, again, I, I think that if, if you want to put, if we want to professionalize the sport, mm-hmm then you need to get people that are specific to do that so that we don't have these issues. I mean, I, I feel bad. I mean, you're right. There was, it was shitty judging. I get it. I, I, I get it. But the fact of the matter is that no one else stopped them. Mm. I mean, that judges, that judges meeting ahead of time. All right, everybody, make sure you're counting. Do not look at their face. Who cares if you have sam briggs and it's a it's the last race of her career ever watch the rep mm. you know and, and i mean to to give them to, to kind of give them a heads up on that i mean it's we throw them to the wolves and these are volunteers and that's not that's not to say that they shouldn't be doing their job but it, I, I just i think it's, i just think it kind of is what it is yeah. and and to to say that the athlete to say that you know uh one of the things that hiller was saying was um you know, Katrin's known to be a bad mover. Mm. I, I it, because those burpees, she's done those burpees like that for a lot of years. It that rolled up. Okay, and, so this is going along with what Will's saying right now. Okay. Um, and this is actually a tail off topic that I've had thinking about good movers, bad movers, questionable movers, and I noticed myself doing this. Um, not moving poorly intentionally, but okay. So here's the scenario We're, we've always said is like, Matt is a no question mover. Rich is a no question mover. Tia, like you, you, the best that are the best, like don't have to worry about that because their fitness is just so beyond everyone else's. What I, what I noticed myself doing is when, you know, I first started CrossFit, like uh, it was always about the movement, the quality of movement, the range of motion, doing things the right way. And then I started competing. And then when I started competing against people that were either different um, skill sets than mine or fitness levels or body types, I found that I would be at a massive disadvantage to some other athletes, whether it's like air squats or burpees or pull-ups, just totally based off my size or my Rage fitness level. And yeah. so in racing, I was like, okay, well, normally I would do a thruster like this, but I need to move faster. So, for example, Jackie, like the thrusters I did for Jackie in 2013, I have never done like those before in my life. But since we're racing, I was like, shit, I am going to be so far behind, not because of my fitness fitness level on these squats and presses. It's like, okay, I need to widen up my stance a little bit. Um, I need to widen up my hands a little bit. So, okay, I cut off six inches of range of motion there and just get in a position where I'm just breaking below parallel and then locking out as fast as I can or on the pull-ups is like just getting my chin above bar. And I found that competing made me change that the way I really moved. And the second thing, which was very apparent is that 
then that started to affect my training. Instead of being like, all right, let's just do this workout to the best of my skill sets and abilities, I was like, how fast can I move? How fast can I make this movement? And as I got older, like what I am now, is that I was like, shit, I've been training this competitive way for years. And now I almost like move worse than I did when I first started CrossFit. And I feel like, and the point I'm making is as athletes get older or they're just starting to get surpassed, I feel like there's sometimes a moment of desperation where instead of just like competing and letting the chips fall where they may, they start desperately trying to do things to make them faster, which bring up situations like what we saw maybe this weekend. I'm curious what you think about that. Uh, I know that when I do, it's wall not an balls excuse. It's almost and, just like an observation. Jacking or lightweight yeah. thrusters for high volume, I will widen my stance. If I have, if I have higher volume overhead squats, I will widen my stance. If I'm doing dumbbell mm -hmm. um, snatches or clean and jerks, I'll widen my stance. Why? Because yeah, it changes the distance that I have to travel. It's still within the okay rules. It's, I mean, I'm not cheating it. I'm not cheating air quotes, um, anything. Cause it, it, it isn't saying it's, it isn't anything outside the standard, but yeah, you're doing it for a different reason. Now, this is the difference between CrossFit, the fitness program and CrossFit, the sport. When I'm, when I'm doing sport, everything that I do is how fast can I do it and how heavy can I right, do it? What's right. going to be the most efficient way to complete X, Y, Z. Um, and when you are racing people that either have, that have different advantages over you, you can find ways to make your movement more efficient, whether that's moving better, whether mm -hmm. that is changing your range of motion in a way that like, you know, uh, decreases the inches that you have to travel or whatever. I mean, shit, if you have to do 150 wall balls right. and you take off three inches on the down and the up, that's six inches. Right. Yeah. But that's, I mean, it's 75 extra feet of travel. I get it. Yeah. You know, so, um, I, but I, is it a, is it a desperation thing? I mean, I, yes. I think event I, I think six it, and the burpees were total desperation mode. I think it's, a, I think it's a race thing. Oh, yeah. well, well, so here's the difference is that the way she was doing it allows you to rest your push. Cause you're not, you're not you're not pushing up as much weight you're rolling up yeah which is faster right um but then what did she do when she was up she would step over the bar so it's like she's doing this you know the the speed and the light load but then resting when she's going across the bar so even if she was trying to pick up the tempo mm -hmm. so that she could keep that tempo for the whole time she was stepping over the bar so uh, like i i didn't see the desperation of i got to do anything i can to go faster it was how do I just keep from slowing down? Mm. That's what I think that was. And I don't know if that was desperation. It was just, I think it, it was more of a pacing strategy than anything. But I, yeah. I think, you know, if the standard is chest, hips, thighs, all touch at the same time on and off, you know, and I'm not, and this yeah. is semantics. This is semantics. We could all say, yeah, but you know that a burpee is supposed to be, well, you can't, if we're going to make a big deal about it, then we have to have her in writing. Here's exactly what it has to look like. Well, for her, in like event the, six is just chest touching the ground at all. Exactly. That, I mean, well, that, totally. That's different. Well, and, you know, and 
but I don't think that she was thinking, okay, you know what? I'm only going to go down to where my stomach touches and I'm going to raise my chest up as high as I can so that I don't have to. Yeah. I don't think it was a thought process like that. I think it was, I'm moving and no one's saying otherwise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get it. And that's, I, I think that too. Alyssa, can we talk about the step over? In what sense? That it looks silly? <laughs> then like to me, I, I was, I saw that and I'm like, oh God. See, I, I wish we never changed the standard of the burpee. Dude, changing now, the standard of the burpee was probably one of the worst up, decisions dude. of the season that so far. fucked it up. In, in a one-sentence move of trying to uh, make it so it's easier for people to judge in the open, which is what that was, yeah. we completely fucked up the speed of the burpee now in the race of the burpee. Because now it's... Uh, jump off two feet. Fuck. Just jump off two feet. I, just, I have a hard time keep it. That. Keep it simple. And yeah. I know why they brought in the step because that makes it even less. Because then you're like, okay, now it's just like burpee however you want to over the bar. I get it. Yeah, totally. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but it just, these are supposed it. to be the best athletes in the world. We don't make it to where like, hey, guys, okay, you're about to all qualify for the game. So we're going to give you the the scaled version of the burpee over the bar that we do <laughs> for the people in our that's class. That's what Alyssa is saying right now. <laughs> uh. Yes, it looked silly. God. Yeah. Uh, Elise, yes, that's what we're saying. The step over helped the judges 100%, but unnecessary at, like you saying, at a semifinal. Like the burpee step over is what we give like our 80-year-olds in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> like These aren't deconditioned athletes. Yeah. Right <laughs> and, and the other thing that I see a lot is like it, it's not just on the judge, and it's not. A lot of this needs to fall on the athlete's shoulder as well. You know, they know exactly what a good rep should be, whether that's a two-foot takeoff or a two-foot landing like they know, everybody knows. It's like a chest bar pull up. Well, what do you mean? It's like touch your touch, just somewhere here to here. Like I get it. It's on everybody. And and unfortunately, when these mistakes are being made in the most highlighted, high intense position, like they're magnified tenfold. And the thing that I think Hiller is doing is. Now people are having to talk about it more or at all. Um, I think that's that's one thing where you see, uh, d depending on who's saying this, the positive side is him bringing attention to it. Like no one's afraid to say it anymore. And now that no one's afraid to say it anymore, it's some are taking it a bit extreme. But if you look at the end underlying message like i guess really from any hiller video and he says this too like listen to the message not the way i say it because he knows he's over the top and he's super aggressive and clickbaity with his titles like he's said that but like the underlying message is like he's not wrong most of the time well and and i think that this is something that we just it hasn't ever come up but because of some drastic things that happened in the beginning and he, in the beginning, was the only one that loudly said, look at these bad reps, because you had everybody's videos out there to look. So I, I think what this is going to do, honestly, is in this particular season, and we're talking in all all areas, we're talking in, in, in programming, we're talking in competitive setup, we're talking in judging standards, we're talking in 
movement standards, whatever. There's, I think there's so much of a, um, a stirring of the pot that next year, these things are now going to be like, well, we can't have it this way because everyone's going to see it. We can't just program it this way because everyone will notice you can't haphazardly do any of the pieces anymore, mm -hmm. even to the point of the judging, even to the point of what your movement is. So if you're going to be a bad mover, you're now it's it's going to get called out. Maybe not. Maybe it's not Hiller. Maybe it's someone else. I used maybe to do that judge, you know? <laughs> when I first started maybe doing color broadcast. commentary. Oh, man. We, what? We, 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 uh, we what's her name? Danielle Sedell. Hey. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Uh, totally. I fucking called out Camille. <laughs> it's like my first yeah. time doing color commentary. I was getting texts from Roy. He's like, bro, what are you doing? I'm like, those aren't strict muscle-ups. Is no one else going to talk yeah. about this? <laughs> well, and that's and that's and that was the thing is we were, at that time, everything was wanting to promote mm -hmm the sport and promote and so you, you can't promote it by having negative stuff and that that was it was again that was a young we were a young company we were young at that time doing that stuff so yeah but we still we it's a fine line right now to walk if those judges weren't there mm -hmm. these events would not happen we right. would not have a crossfit games we would have no way to get these athletes from one element to the next or one event to the next event to the next event qualify up so is shitty as maybe some of the judging has been um i, I mean again like th they pay their own way to get there they get a fucking t-shirt and a sandwich maybe, <laughs> maybe and then get shit on by everybody granted for doing a bad job I, I i mean not taking away anything about that but it's the system has to be changed and what hiller is doing now is forcing the system to change yes because everyone is seeing it and now every now people aren't watching just to watch oh my gosh that's katrin david's daughter oh my gosh that's sam briggs or that's brent Fakowski. now they're like who's gonna fuck up on the rep mm. oh that rep sucked that one's gonna be on a hiller video you watch oh this is gonna be talked about on that podcast or oh that person can't do it now that i mean people are actually watching that watching for that so i think that this is I mean, it just adds to what the year is, yeah. is that it's one gigantic, we're putting it in the blender and hopefully on the other end next season, we've ironed all these things out, yeah. including yeah. judging, including standards, including all that so that we have a nice smooth competition again. Uh, Rich's Forgotten Cousin, that's a great name, by the way. Uh, he, he said this about taking bar-facing burpees out of it. It's like this, and that's that's a slippery slope. Of like, oh, this is hard to judge, so take it out. It's like, okay, then take out deadlifts and handstand push-ups and chin over bar pull-ups and like just everyone Every just take some freaking responsibility and do better. Right now, the the one thing that we probably still will never see again is a kettlebell swing. But like, if you guys remember 2011, that was a, a disaster. And we can do a lot of different things other than that. But other than that, like, okay, yeah, what movement should you not have in a live competition? Probably push-ups. Like. <laughs> Uh, well, definitely push-ups. But I, well, I say this: any of those movements. There's nothing wrong with a bar-facing burpee. We just made movement. it way too complicated. Yeah, any movement can be a bad movement. Just any like just... movement can be done iffy. Any movement. I mean, shit. When when you're doing a deadlift, and the range of motion is from the ground to your hips, and there's issues in that one. Yeah. Like, give me a fucking break. Like, there's no other. I mean, in an air squat, uh, that's going to be if you know if you got wall balls with uh, everything is iffy. It, yeah. it could all be iffy. Yeah.
Shayna, will CrossFit ever use video playback for judging like in other sports? God, I hope not. Yeah, I hope not either. Like for for what? Oh, maybe to rectify a rep not given, but like to go through and what? Take away everybody's no reps because you can't do that because, okay, he's like, okay, you did 15 no reps in a row. It's like, yeah, but if my judge said stand up, I would have done the other 14 like the way they asked me. You can't retroactively take things away, but I would be okay with saying, hey, I got that rope climb and they didn't give it to me. Maybe go back and look at that. Like if there's a mistake for the positive side, but like to go back and vet everybody's reps is like, then don't put judges out there. Do what Bill said. It's like, all right, you guys go run your race and we'll watch your video and we'll deduct your times afterwards. Like that'd be terrible. Yeah. And there's, it's because it's a race that has a start time and a finish time. There's no pause in the action. Like for football, you can go back and look at it because you can stop the clock. Basketball, same thing. You can't do that on a race. Like think of a hundred meter dash. Like, ready yeah. and go. Well, we got to go back to stop guys. Oh, basketball go game. And look hey, the what's ball. the score? How many fouls do you have? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, okay, so this is a good example that um, Bruce was saying. They use video replay with Kara. Yeah, that was a very easy, specific situation to make sure that they got the, they got it right. And what happened was the judge let her finish, and then they watched the video back and realized she did seventy two of the seventy five reps. They timed how long her last three reps from sixty nine to seventy two took plus a transition, and then added that time to her total time. That was a necessary and great move. Also, the implications of that were huge as well, because had she had gotten that, she would have won the CrossFit Games. Yeah. So Could you, could you imagine doing that for that, – that was one athlete, one specific moment. At the how very end of the event, <laughs> right, right? Like right. that was a very easy fix. And be like, well, you missed uh, – that's a, that's a very niche example to – it doesn't work. Not all events work that way. Yeah, I, I think it's really hard. I think where the video comes in is maybe a lifting event. You know, like if you got it or if you didn't get it. Okay, maybe. Um, uh, because yeah. it's kind of a start and finish on that. Like like if they wanted to make, if they wanted to dispute Guy's lift. Like so they were talking about that he had a re Oh, yeah. Um, Listen. Okay, I mean like at least with that. <laughs> I mean, not, whether it, whether it is or it isn't, I mean, I'm not trying to get onto Hillary's thing on that, but it was. whether it is or it isn't, at least in that element, you can say, "There's a, nope, that's a no rep. All right, we'll go back. And just, I mean, oh, shit, I'll use my own example. I got, I got DQ'd out of the game oh, because yeah. I got a zero on my lift because they said I didn't have control of my squat clean. Right. And I asked, hey, can you look at the video to see? And they're like, no, we don't look. We didn't have a video there. I'm like, well, there's a camera right in my face. They're like, no, we're not going to use that. Well, the next day, I'm out of the competition. I'm watching my brother compete. And on the big screen up at Carson, I see my lift, and I'm standing all the way up with it, and it comes off my shoulders when I'm totally standing up. And I'm like, that looked like a good rep to me. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you can do it on a lift. I think it, I think it'd be hard in, in, in the middle. Like, it's like, I'm sorry, Katrin's, uh, her, her, deadlifts are bad or so we should go back i i think it's and it ends up being too much of a gigantic math problem and take way too much time out of it you just have to you got to have your judges yes there's going to be subjectivity to it but you have to have your judges that at least are they're there to do a job not there to see the stars right you know what i mean and 16 so. years is how long this sport has been alive so i realize everyone's first off shout out to everybody's passion 
Big fan of that. Hell yeah. The fact that you guys are upset and emotional and involved, me and Bill are the same way, like that's what we want in a sport. How many times at the end of an NFL game on Monday morning you're like, bullshit holding call totally fucked our team and this guy's foot was out of bounds and they didn't even see it on replay or that was a fumble. Like, welcome to sports. For those of you guys yeah. that don't know what real sports is like, welcome to real sports. Judgment calls, human error, things went wrong, people got legitimately screwed, that person was cheating. Like, hey, welcome to sports, guys. And I'm not saying as an excuse to get over it. I'm saying stay with it. But if just because your feelings are hurt, huh, I mean, clearly, who gives a shit? <laughs> like, I'm a, I get upset too when I watch judges get, you know, or athletes get away with murder. But, like, welcome to sports, guys. That's the best part. That's what keeps us coming back. That's what makes us angry and passionate. So we can talk about this after the fact and hopefully move things forward. But this isn't, like, an instant fix. You, you it doesn't know happen that way. You want to know what's great? Is that all this talk this weekend about Catherine and her, her the, the, the movements and how terrible they were and blah, blah, blah. Did she make it? No. Exactly. Rich, that is a so, terrible idea. Just get better at it. <laughs> you like can't you're, remove. You're, a you're trying to like move. A, you're like moving this target. It's like just get freaking better at it. We don't have to. So here's here's an example. We talked about we talk about uh, how we said for like the online qualifiers, pistols should be taken out because as a video review, it's right. hard to see. Pistols are not a movement that should be removed. Right. To, to test the, the, the people to get to the games. Right. Because you have a live judge that's right there, and I can see your hip crease, and I can see if you're standing up, and I can see if your other foot goes to the ground or not, and I can see if you're, your heel, whatever the situation. There is no movement that should not, that should be removed because it's difficult to judge. You just need to have judges that can do it. You need to set your judges up to be able to do that. Yeah. Help them out. So. Otherwise, uh, I think Patrick said this is like, or we're just going to do like rowing for every event. <laughs> yeah, there, I don't think you. Could, I don't think you could cheat that yeah. unless you get a different like, computer on your right. rower. It's like, oh, for pants and push-ups, put a button six feet over their heads, so their feet have to touch it, or in front of their chest, so it opens up. Like, just freaking be better, everybody. <laughs> Not we have to dumb this moving down, you know, so that people have to work hard to get it anyways dude rich has forgotten cousin you're angry today nowadays angry. it's not possible and it shows i don't even know what that means just angry hey i like your i like your uh, i like your passion rich shout out shout out to that. keep that energy i like it i like it all right let's talk about the events mm, i couldn't find like good event pages to pull from which is annoying um, <laughs> Come on, events, help us out here. Help I know. Us talk about it. It's like Atlas Games. Like, go to our app. I'm like, no, just put your damn events on the. <laughs> God, my one pet peeve of the weekend. I even text uh, Adrian and Joel. I was like, if you say workout one more effing time, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I want to stop. Start with Copasur because nobody really got to see that. All right. Um, okay, event one. Can you see this okay? Yeah. Can everybody else see this okay? We'll see. 
Best of the weekend was event six, Copa Sur. Oh, well, let's go look at this. We're, we're here, Rich. We're here. <laughs> All right, event one, Chipper 22, which I'm assuming is just for the year. 50 wall ball shots at 30 and 20. Already a good start. 50 chest-to-bar pull-ups, 100 double-unders, 50 deadlifts at 90 and 60 kg, which is about 200 pounds and 132. So 198, 132. Oh, 100 double-unders is a little short. Nah. Nah. It's fast. That's a sprint. That's a sprint. That's a sprint. This is you need you need to if you're going to be one of the best you got to do these unbroken. Yeah. Maybe the deadlifts you can set it up, but like your wall balls unbroken, chest to bar maybe one break. These guys should be doing one break. Yeah, I mean the most chest to bars I've ever done is that's actually really funny. I've did it. A, we did a test at the gym that was fifty wall ball shots at that weight into fifty chest to bar pull ups for time, and yeah. I ended up doing it unbroken. Um. I was much fitter <laughs> when I did that, but I like it. I like this one. It's a yeah. sprint. The hub, 100 double unders is like, okay, that's going to take a minute. The wall ball shots is going to take just under two yeah. chest-to-bar pull-ups. I don't know. I mean, there are going to be a couple breaks. If you do 50 wall ball shots at that heavyweight and you're not used to it, you're going to break up your chest-to-bar pull-ups. Yeah, but even two break, even if you do two breaks on the chest, but like yeah. that's that's very easy. I almost do. You think it's actually better to break on the wall ball shots so you can do the chest bar pull ups unbroken? Because I feel like those breaks I, would be longer. Me on, personally, like you're better at wall balls than I am. I would break up the wall balls and I would do the chest bar unbroken. Yeah, because I'm better. I'm better. At, I'm better at pull ups than I am at wall ball. I'm okay at wall balls, but I'm I'm good at pull ups. Yeah, I'm. That would be my that would be my deal. I'm like the opposite of you. Yeah, I'm really good on wall balls. I'm okay on. And then we flip on the deadlifts yeah. and the double unders. Too. And I'm like, all right, I gotta get, I gotta somehow get a minute on Bill on these 100 double. Yeah, we are. This is, we would be very closely matched in this event. Yeah, I, you know what, I think they should have just for shits and giggles. I would say the double under should be 150. Me too. One because it looks prettier because you yes. have 50, 50, and 50, and then 150. Yes. So it, and you have the numbers that way, but then also time-wise, it just gets it closer to where the other ones would be. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, but I do, I do like this. I like it. Um, run, swim, run, which is, oh, no, they're swimming. Was there swimming twice in this? No, once. No. Someone had told me about that. Once. Run, swim, run. It's uh, a nod to a games event from 2017. I think it was more a 1,500-meter run, but whatever. I mean... It's its own individualized event. We said the same thing about Fittis and Cape Down. If this is your long aerobic test, which it looks like it was, okay. This is a CrossFit Games event. Why not vet the field that you're qualifying two people out of to go to the CrossFit Games? Yeah. Selfishly, I'm also good at this, so two for Wait, two. You, uh, uh, <laughs> I think the swim should I, be longer. Well, I think it's hard to say. I think that 500 meters is a good. That's a good distance. If it's legitimately five. If it was first, I would say longer. Being that like these people are going to be tired coming into it. I think that's a good test. Um, What if you would have had like I I like more of the triathlon kind of version of these Mm. um, to have rowing. Rowing. Oh yeah, running. yeah. I think I think do they that have been, do they have rowing? No, they have row or bike or even a bike. Do they have bike in here? I don't um, think so. We did. 
uh, uh, Blair Morrison's event, the Northern California Classic, he had a five-mile assault bike, 300-meter swim across the lake, hundred or a mile-and-a-half run, 300-meter swim back. So you could do like an assault bike even to the start of this if you don't have like air bikes and stuff if you wanted to play that game. Yeah, I think a, a run-swim bike, yeah, a triathlon-style swim, bike, run, whatever, if you want to put it in that order. But, I do like to swim in the middle. I do like to swim in the middle. Me too. Like so that it. really that really ups the level for sure, especially uh, okay. in CrossFit. Yeah, so the barbell one, okay, that's three, four. Okay, event five. God. Cal Sue with muscle-ups, basically. <laughs> 100 thrusters at 45 and uh, 30 kg, which is like 99 pounds and 30 or 63, 66 pounds. No. Yeah, that's yeah, it's right. Your, it's your open friend weight. Yeah, and that's why the open weights back in the day were 165 because kilos. Um, every two minutes, five ring muscle-ups. I like it. I like that. I like it. Yeah, I like that a lot. I do like this. So far... Gosh, oh, okay, we got one more, but <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, it's good. It's good. Now, ring muscle-ups coming off the leg list, ah, that's not too bad. It's only 10 leg rope climbs. We're acting like it's 30. Jesus, come on. Um, let me slow my brain down. All right, last one, event six. We have part one. For time, 30, 20 cal row, 24 meter handstand walk, 15, 10 cal row, 12 meter handstand walk, time cap. Oh, yes. This thing. So part one was an elimination to cut to 10 athletes. Yeah. And then part two, which is just... 2015 Cal Row and a 12 meter handstand walk was to cut down to the final five because they would cut an athlete after each round, I think. Five elimination, five elimination. Five eliminated. That was cool. Row handstand walk. That was pretty sweet. I wish I, man, I wish I could have seen that. I mean, I could have, but I could have. Yeah, like musical chairs. So first one, last one standing or something like that. That's what uh, Rich is saying. Oh, look at you, Rich, putting a positive comment on. Welcome (laughs) back, buddy. Welcome back. He's happy again. He's happy again. I I think top to bottom, so far, this is my favorite one. The event or the uh, competition? The competition. Yeah. End to end. There's there's yeah. no thing in here other than like oh just add fifty double unders here blah I could would have liked to seen a bike here whatever that's just like preference but as far as like test that's damn good I like it this looks fun I think I think the competition the pieces go together much better than we've uh, seen the yes, other ones yes which I think is huge. I would I would say that I still think you need a little bit more weight in some of the stuff. Like maybe bring the number of the thrusters down. Like I love that event that um, the too many rings one. Well, make it. How about this? Like we said, this is kind of like Cal Su. You made it harder with ring muscle ups. Don't take the weight down. Right. Just make yeah, it legitimately one thirty five and ninety five. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. It, if they keep that. Gosh, it's, it's pretty dang it's pretty dang cool yeah like someone whoever wins 
honestly, I think if you did this format every two minutes instead of every minute like Kao is with burpees, but with yeah. the 135 and 95, whoever your top two in that event is, I could almost see them being your top two in the leaderboard. Go back and check. Uh, okay, I'll go look. Uh, leaderboard. Janelle, I know. I always say, where's the weight? That's just be. That's just because I think it's important because whenever weight is put into programming, it's either one rep max style or like the heavy complex. And it's like, oh, well, we have the total in there, so we don't need to have any weight in there. We'll just do a 30-pound wall ball and handstand walks. Okay, you ready I, for I, this? Yeah. On the men's side, barring apparently an outlier, Guillermo Harrow second, Augustine Raquel May third on the leaderboard. And that was your top two qualifiers. No, Raquel May got, he got third, so he missed it by one. Okay. So your top three or your top three? Basically, yeah. Okay. Uh, women's side. Uh, another, no, much different on the women's side. But here's really? the thing. It's because the weights are lighter. I was saying right. if, the, if the weights were 135, heavier. 95? Yeah. Or you want to go like 155? Well, I, no, I, Jesus, I said you Bill. can bring the weight Fuck. up, bring the number down. You know what I mean? Like No, bring don't the bring the number down. down. Just make it Kalsu weight with Kalsu reps, but with ring muscle-ups every two minutes. <sighs> and I think then you will see your, your top three will be your top three at the end of the weekend in whatever order. I mean, it's a, I love it. I, the, the, my, my weight thing... I will say in this, of all of the events that we've seen, of all the competitions, I say where's the weight, but it is very just like, you know, if you had it in there, it would make it really, really nice. But the setup across, like, honestly, these events all look really fun to yeah. do. Yes. And I do think that they would find very fit athletes to get to the game. To the games, especially because you have – swimming in there you have you know some great some good gymnastics in there uh you have speed you have long and i mean like this is a very well-rounded test that we have not seen from from event to event because we've seen a lot of kick-ass events but all in weird competition places. yeah Com competition. competition block yeah all right okay so let's uh what's your element 26 thumb tape review of the copa sir oh man uh, which we may, Hey, by the way, while you're thinking, I'll just throw this out there for you guys listening. We did a little, uh, feeler. What would you guys like to see with our new OG collection? And someone's like, what about a collab with element 26 wristbands and our OG logo? That'd be sick. And they got back to me and they said, let's talk. So I'm just oh, throwing dang. it out there. I'm just, hey. I'm going to wear the wristbands around all the time. Yeah, I'll just have them. I'll be like Savan on the podcast. I'll just have wristbands. Be like, what's up? <laughs> In Texas, I'll be dying. <laughs> but it'll keep the sweat off your hands, though. That'll be right, good. right. So when I type <laughs> on the, uh, yeah, so, yeah, we got uh, a couple things in the works. I was talking to Ken with Sherpa Works today. And we got some game stuff coming. Oh, yeah. You know those straw bucket hats that Rogue sells, sells out of in five seconds every year? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, one, of, maybe one of those. Maybe some I patches. Think, I, well, 
patches. We've been waiting on patches for a while now, dude. They're coming. Patches are in the works. And patches. maybe, maybe a games-only edition for the summertime heat of the T-shirt where we may cut yeah, the be- sleeves off for the men's in the tank version with a bit more color splashed around. I'm just going to throw that out there. Stay have, okay. tuned, y'all. Okay, I, I just want to say this. If we get those bucket hats. Yes. And we're doing patches. Yes. I think we need to get a... The Velcro has to go all the way around the hat so you can put the patches. Ooh, around. like a fisherman's hat? Yeah. Holy shit. How is that oh, not gee. even made but, that, that, yet? That, that, I, dude, I don't know. That's why. No one take our idea. All right. You guys Help all heard the- it here first. All 79 of you first. listening. By the way, everybody hit the like button because this is a great fucking idea. A fisherman's <laughs> hat, Velcro strip around the whole straw bucket hat with all the patches you can put on there. Come on, y'all. All the patches. You oh, can, like, my gosh. Yourself. Pretty you soon go we're just going to make it's a... Like- Everybody wants to put those patches all over their weight vest. Yeah. And I just put those patches But I want to walk around with the damn weight Sun vest on. Sun protection and coolness all at the same time. Son of a bitch. Yes. Genius. All right, thumb tape review. Um, I'm going to go I'm going to go 1 and 3 quarters cuz oh, I really wow. like it. It looks so damn fun. I know. I Damn, and I dude. Say three quarters. I say three quarters because I, I just I like the way it's set up. I like that we have speed. I like that we have intervals. I like that we have long distance. I like that we have swimming. Yes. I like that we have um, alternating between weightlifting and gymnastics. I like I, I like the way it's set up. I would like there to be a little bit more weight in there. I'll, I'll say it, especially since that seems to be my theme that I yeah. was just told. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I I like it, man. I think it is this. I, I haven't been really excited about any of the competitions mm-hmm. events, but not competitions in this one. I really, I really dig. I really dig. I like it. I'm going to give it one and a half. Okay. Only for my, the little double under fix. Yeah. Ah. And yeah. the weight on the thrusters, but that's it. And like, and that's only because a one and three quarters to me is just like borderline perfect because I don't think we may have given out one, two over the years. And if you just wanted to notch this up a little bit, that's really it. Man, I don't know if that's worth taking it down a half a point. Maybe I'm just doing that so we don't agree all the time. That's one fun. and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, as you're saying that, I'm like, well, I guess I could have gone one and a half. But Patrick, <laughs> we need a training with Bill and Chase weekend camp. I'd sign up yesterday. How fun would that be? Well, if we do that, we're coming to you. We are not coming to me. Because <laughs> we will be getting in the ocean. It is really nice out here right oh, now. Oh, man. Yeah, that would be cool. And talk programming and how to... Oh, well, yeah, okay. We might have to All do right, that, Patrick. Dude. All right, Patrick. All right. All right, shifting gears. Shifting gears. Let's go to strength in depth. Uh, who f- has a wonderful website. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> oh, let's go here. Strength and depth leaderboard. No, I want this. Ah, very nice. Look at that. Very nice. Individual event number one is basically a take on the triple threes. This is the long aerobic test. <clears throat> thousand meter run, 200 meter, 2000 meter row, 300 double unders, thousand, thousand meter run. I mean... It's one of those where it's, it does what it's supposed to do. It's that long aerobic test. 
I have no problems in here, just like the run, swim, run from Copacer or the... I still like the the Endure the Sled at Granite Games. might be my favorite long one so far, but... Hmm. Um, I, I, there's not, nothing wrong with this. Event one, go long. And it got it done early. People are fresh. They could push it. Whether or not they should, different question, different answer. What about you? Uh, I like the event. It's same thing. It's it does what it does. What I what I'm bummed about is we already have a repeat event. Oh, we have one that everyone's doing, and then they, we we take another repeat style event. Uh, yes, this is a this was a games event. So just like we said in the last one, why not vet the field with an event that we, that we've used? Um, but the thing is that we've done. Didn't we do that at the regionals one year too? Something real yeah. similar to that. <clears> no, they did triple threes as, as a repeat. So this would be almost a three-peat. Yeah. So like okay. to me, again, I think you can I see what you're saying. There's a lot of endurancey type events you could choose. Yeah. To repeat that to me is like okay, so all you had to do was come up with three events. Ah. Uh, so like yeah. you know what I mean? Like to me that's just it's just kind of what if they uh, changed the run for like a ski? I mean, okay. I, I mean, won't, I get won't do it. it for you. <laughs> I, I mean, close. It would be closer. You know, I, I don't think we need to. I don't think you need to nod the hat, tip the hat to the, you know, the the game stuff or the. Yeah, you're already being forced that to that do often. that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I don't think we need to do that. Okay. I, I I'd say this if. And not that they had the ability to do it mm -hmm. um, with where they were. I mean, maybe they could have because it was the first event. But why not? Why not in this event have swimming? I would have liked that better, which would have been much more similar to what they had yeah. at Copacera. Venue wise, you know? I mean, in London, I don't think there's anywhere. No, no, no. That's what I mean. I, I don't. Well, you could have had it at a pool or something. Uh, right. I mean, two venues is a. That's I nice. get it. I just said I would rather have it have fair. that way. I look at this and I it's about as vanilla and boring to me as I think you can possibly come up with. Okay, fair. So, event two is three rounds for time, twelve ring muscle ups, thirty alternating pistols, nine hang power snatches at seventy and forty eight kg, which is about one fifty four. And it's the close, like the one fifty five one hundred five split. Um, a little bit less. I think this is a hundred pounds. 105 no is that yeah yeah 105 okay so that's right um i like this one it's tough it gets super grippy having pistols in there being judged correctly is a good place to have it especially if you tax the grip and the shoulders and the legs and then you do those hang power snatches you better be good with a barbell on the tail well, end of that that's second and third round I mean, the second round going into the third round, when you knew you had to push and you come off those snatches, you go right back to the 12 muscle-ups. Yeah. Um, I like, I really like the setup. And I like the, it made the races really cool to watch. Mm -hmm. Watching how people would transition from one piece to the next piece. Um, you know, deciding, okay, I can run to the rings, but am I going to run to the rings and just stand there? Or... Am I going to be able to get right up to him? And it was, I mean, it was awesome to see the athletes that could go yeah. from the barbell right back to the ring. I, I love the pairing. I, I think I would have messed with the numbers a little bit, but I think the pairing is yeah. is cool. I, because like <laughs> 12, 39 just seems kind of weird. But. Yeah, that does. But to me, it's like, okay, 12 is outside of an, an 
easy number for me to comprehend as an athlete. If it was 10, I mean, I'm like, could, oh, I know how to do 10, but do you right. know how to do 12? That, that, I mean, Dave used to do that crap all the time. No, totally. And I then mean, nine again, at the end, I see that. I think I think seeing the numbers is like that's the that's nitpicky for what it is. I mean, if you were to write it, you could have gone ten ring muscle ups, thirty snap or thirty squats and uh, ten. Ten thirty ten. You yeah, know what I, I do mean, see could, in here, and this might be me reaching. Twelve is the inverse switch of twenty one and fifteen. One on each leg is fifteen each leg. So I see a twenty one fifty nine okay. pattern in here disguised. Okay. Okay. I see. I see what you're doing. See, you see I just I'm reading through the matrix. Right. <laughs> yes, you are. You read the code on that one. But I I like this event. To me, I like I, the first event was like eh, whatever. Yeah. The rope climb is whatever. The lift is whatever at this point. And then this one is like okay, now cool. Now we get to see something fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. I liked it. I agree. Uh, okay, event three. Where are you? Scrolling. Oh, okay. That's the complex. Event four, the, okay, the kettlebell deadlifts, handstand walk, box jump overs, toes to bar, box jump overs, handstand walk, kettlebell deadlifts. I like this event. Super grippy on each end. It's taxing your core in pretty much every way you can. And having to do the back half on the way back after the toes to bar, which takes away your ability to jump, takes away your ability to stabilize on a handstand walk, and then whatever you kind of have left at the end for the deadlifts. I mean, aside from all the other crap, like, judge stuff, I like this chipper. That's 75 toes bar. That's that's a devious number. Yeah. Like, when everyone sees 100, they're like, okay, I'm breaking. Right. But it's not 100, and it's not that far over 50, so you're like, okay, one break. How do I do this? Oh, how am I going to do this one? Dude, I'd be doing the catching route. I'd be doing quick fives and just go yeah. fast everywhere else. <laughs> Play the lotto. Chase says he likes deadlifts. You guys are misconstruing my opinion of deadlifts. I realize I'm bad at heavy deadlifts. I don't hate the movement. I just don't think it should be a... One-off test and online qualifier. <laughs> <laughs> I like this, this event. Is, this is a cool event. I like it, too. It's a lot I like, it like um, there's that regional event that had the heavy kettlebell deadlifts, toes to bar and handstand walks. I can't remember. It was like 2016. Remember that? Man, that was a kick-ass Europe, event. I think I did Europe in that one. Did you do Europe that year? I think so. Oh. That's cool. Yeah. Is that Madrid? I, I think I was at the Caja Magica. Magica. Okay, event five, nah. Okay, event six, 21 and 15, nine echo bike cows, bar facing burpees and thrusters. As a finale, I like this a lot because this is just a, not to sound cliche, but a, a very how bad do you want an event with three movements that allow you to answer that question when you don't want to. The only thing I wish they did, and someone mentions this earlier, and they're totally right, is to have extended the time cap so all the women could race to the finish. Because I think, what, four finished it, maybe? Four? A handful? I don't remember. Maybe ten. I'll look it up. But not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and you want them all to finish because people got judged and, and qualified not actually doing the work or all the work. 
On the men's side, let's see. Anybody get capped? Yeah, your bottom six got capped, but that's pretty normal. On the women's side... Well, I mean, side, think about it. I mean, you, you, you have the women doing the exact same number of cows on the bike. Why would you five, have the same time frame? Five women finish this event. Five. Okay, so make it so make it 11 minutes. Yeah. Where would people finish? What would you need on that? Uh, That would have made it. 11 minutes? What? Yeah. What's your question? Well, yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying... Of course, of course, you're going to have less women finishing. Oh, right, 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 okay, right, so right. Like, oh, okay. You, you don't. You didn't yes. change the number. You yes. wanted it to be twenty-one fifteen nine. Okay, I get it. I under like I I, I get your numbers. Got cool. it. So bring the number up, just like what you said. Extend that time cap. Yeah. How could you expect them to be going as fast as the guys are going to go? I don't They're know. They're not going to go do that on the on the echo bike. Yeah. They can yeah. On the other movements. Yeah. Two but minute that's why extension. on the echo bike. It's or on rowing. It's the same thing. You have that that usually have that different number between the two. Yeah. But then that would make it look like that would be silly. It'd be like 18 and 12 and 6 or something. I agree. Yeah, extend it two minutes. Everybody gets a shot to finish. Done. Easy. Easy day. I do like this event. I do like this event too, especially I for really a final. Do. Yeah. Because I feel like people will approach this much differently if this was like event one. Because there oh, has yeah. to be some so some semblance of self-preservation. Because you're just, like, you're going to bury yourself. There's so much leg pump and push and, oh. I mean, and, I guess I would be stepping over the bar, too, on the bar facing burpees. Hell, yeah, do it. <laughs> Look, if you're going to tell me I can do that, I'm going to do that. Oh absolutely. Yes, absolutely. But this is, yeah, uh, this is a great final. I, I do like the fact that, I mean, just like you said, the way it's designed is this is a how bad do you want it. And mm. now you're pushing all your chips on the table because this is your last chance to qualify and get above that cut line, you know? So it's like you have no option, but you absolutely bleed yourself on the floor, mm -hmm. which is, that's always fun to see just where people are going to go on that. That's yeah, awesome. I agree. All right. What is your Element 26 thumb tape review? <laughs> Ed. Ed. I know. Well, now you can I, never I will never. That. I will never do that. We will remind you. Because I will use that as a modification scale for my deconditioned athletes. Uh, I'll do uh, I, honestly. There were no bad events in here. No. <laughs> like, okay, I look at this one and I don't uh. think I don't think like to me I see two events. I like the events. Uh, okay. I'll say one and a quarter. Yeah, that was mine because too. I, because I, I feel like all I'm doing is looking at two events. The long event was kind of a, let's find a, a long event. Okay, throw that one in there. Did its job. We don't, did its job. Yeah, it, did, it did, but to me, if I'm looking at the programming, I, they, I saw two events that were programmed. Okay. I like the two events. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? But it's like... Eh, three events. Eh, oh, okay, three. Half. I get it. One and a quarter. One yeah, one in the quarter. Like it, it, the fittest got there. I see no, you know, weight other direction. Like it wasn't overly gymnastic. It wasn't underweighted or overprogrammed. Like it was just that's what it was. Right. I mean, you look at who qualified, and you're like, yeah, okay. Nobody snuck in there that didn't 
work their ass off to get there. I know it's like, oh, you only got there because of this. Yeah. And shout out to Thurry Helgadotter. You deserve you deserve much more chatter. Dude, I'll tell you what, no one no one I think She's I think so underappreciated. Thurry is so underappreciated. That girl is a bad ass. She can lift like a big girl. She does gymnastics like a smaller athlete. I like yeah. Like she, I, she's so unassuming looking. Yeah. But she is a beast. And no disrespect from any of the other daughters, but Turi's, I've always been, I mean, we know that. Like, you know, I was like, Turi's yeah. my, she's been my, she's been my favorite daughter since 2012, mainly because I screwed up her name so bad all weekend long that it almost, <laughs> it made me so self conscious about saying European names. I remember, do you remember the story you I told know- you about? Yeah. Of uh, if the, okay. So if you guys, Bill's heard this story, so Bill has to suffer through this. I was I, I doing mind. like play-by-play first half commentary in 2012. It was my first year of broadcasting ever, and I could not say her name right because we didn't really know how to say these athletes' name back then. They now they'll like record them, and at the games we'll get like a file of of how to say it. And uh, no, I'm not going to say it, Ed. I'm, I'm uh, like I'm <laughs> seriously like I have. I am I refuse to say that name. I'll just say Thurry Helga daughter. That's really easy to say, but like her whole name is a bit longer than that in the beginning. Yep, and yep. I couldn't say it. And we were leaving one night. We we're walking to the parking lot. It was super dark. And I'm standing behind this large group of Icelandic people. And I hear them talking. And then I hear them talking shit about me. And the fact I couldn't say her name right and laughing at me and I was so embarrassed that <laughs> they didn't know I was there, but they were just talking so much shit about me. And then in, in an English and Icelandic, and I just I couldn't say I did, had nothing to say. I already knew I was saying it wrong, and I said it different every time. And so I have I have massive PTSD on saying Thurry's name. And ever since then, she's been uh, my favorite. Oh, <laughs> uh, she's awesome. I mean, just because she's awesome because. She's so unassuming. Mm-hmm. She's not a showboat. She just goes out and does her thing. I love that she competes in Olympic lifting competitions, and she does. I mean, she's known for gymnastic stuff. Like she's all over the place. I mean, she's she's awesome. It is amazing. Uh, you know, they had Mads on there, uh, and he Mads is so great. Mads Jacobson. Yeah. So he's out there commentating. And Mads is talking. He's talking regular like this, and everything is normal. Then all of a sudden, he will say a name. Like, dude, he was saying Katrin's name. And I, <laughs> who know Mads, I, who know Katrin, I, who had done the commentating thing, I'm like, wait, who's he talking about? Yeah. He says their name so authentically Yeah. that my American ears are like, what? I, yeah. Who are we talking about? I don't, I don't and know. And it's so about. abrupt. <laughs> It's, uh, he's talking like, I don't even know what you just said, man. Like, where's just Catherine? Uh, and then it's even like, I'm even more self-conscious already about saying these people's names with the incorrect phonetics and dialect. And, and now I have Mads next to me just doing okay. it all right. Yeah. I'm like, God bless. Well, and it was funny because, you know, so here's Tommy. Tommy doesn't do play-by-play. That's not normal, his normal role. And he was doing his thing. And I could see he was getting sucked in 
to yeah. Mads. Yeah, Mads I was like, don't do it. And I was like, just, hey, man, yeah. you know what? Like, Sean does the same thing. Sean will go, look, I'm saying it this way. When when we had to say uh, Michelle Latano's name, yeah. even, even Michelle said, don't say it the way you think it sounds. Yeah. Just say it your way because that's way more understood. Yes, and so Mads told like, me okay. that. It was the best advice I could have gotten, and I took this into Amsterdam. It's so much so, I'll explain it at the very end, but I was like, dude, I, I can't say these names. He's like, Chase, if I say your name or anyone else of these foreigners say your name with their accent, do you like it? I'm like, yes, I do. Do they say it right? Not very often. Okay. Yeah. Well, you have an American accent, and that's just the way you say it. So we don't really care. Now, some people care. It's usually family members and people who are just douchebags on in the internet. But um, someone had messaged me on Instagram. He's like, hey, tell your buddy to stop saying the names like this. He keeps saying it all weird. I'm like, actually, I'm the one that's fucking the names up. He's doing it perfectly. So just shut your mouth and listen to the broadcast. <laughs> and that, in a nutshell, is like social media. You're so uneducated and ignorant about what is actually taking place, and you have the balls to message me that say he's fucking the names up? Right. So, yeah. it's, it's crazy, though. But I love listening to Mads talk. I mean, I could never – I probably would have been like Tommy, too. I mean, I sucked into it. Did he really do that? <laughs> Ugh. I thought about trying to say Mad's name right one time, but I, I didn't have the balls to do it. <laughs> but yeah, and for to Tommy's credit, he's never done play-by-play -play before, and I got sucked into the same thing when I went to the European region. It's like I just I was, got pressure to like, okay, do I say it like this too? Because it sounds like we're saying two different things. And this year, I was right. like, fuck it. You guys get what you get. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. Uh, maybe start a petition that we all say names phonetically correct. That seems to be the thing, dude. Uh, yeah. All kinds. And someone put that up petitions. on the live chat, and, and when Tommy was going, and I, I, I'm so glad I was on at the time, and I was like, "Shut the fuck up, all of you!" <laughs> like, can we get a petition to do? Like, no, God, a bunch of softies. Petition. Just deal with it. Turn it off. I want to get a petition to stop petitions. I want to get, yeah, whatever. Okay, I don't want to talk about that too much. Oh, where are we at? Okay, Atlas Games. Atlas Games. Close this out. Bring this up. Now, this one is curious because I think for me is, yeah, I'll say it how I say it. Y'all just deal with it. We're trying to do our best here. We're trying to do our best. Um, all right. Atlas Games. This is the one. I know you guys can't see that too well. I'll try to make this there. That helps a little bit. Where on paper and them all coming out, I think there was a lot of initial flack from the public. Like, oh, this, this, that, and the time gaps and all this. And then before we get into it, as the weekend unfolded, I, kind of, I was sitting back. I'm like, I, I don't, I changed my mind. Like, I don't have that much negative stuff to say about it because how it unfolded on paper and you watched how people handled it because at first it was like parallel handstand push-ups, 12 inches for the dudes, and then you watch them do it and you're like, oh, okay, you guys are pretty oh, good at this. They needed 12 Yeah, inches, they needed why, it, yeah. right? Or this workout is only 10 minutes and this cap's 10 minutes and this cap's 14 minutes. Like, yeah, but they were all different. They didn't need that time cap. And so just off the bat, it's like I was, I was pleasantly surprised and happy to to take my L on my initial. See you, Rich. Thanks for joining the Later, party. Rich. Look forward to having you in the future. Thank you for your energy. Um, and I mean that. I'm not being facetious. <clears throat> um, I was wrong. 
my initial reaction was like, oh, this is because people would text me like every time one would come out. What is this? What is this? I was like, I don't know, guys. And then at the end, I was like, man, I like this weekend. <laughs> Just off the bat. I don't know how you felt. Uh, but I did like it. Yeah, we'll go through it. All right, first one. This is one where I was like, what the? F-? Three rounds for time, 21-16 cal ski erg, 15 parallel handstand push-ups, 90-foot front rack lunge with 175 and 115. And... When I first saw it, it's like, oh, God, why do we have to have parallettes that hard? And then, as we just said, when I watched it happen and looked at the elite athletes and how they did it, I was like, oh, this is dirty. Like, yeah. front rack lunges, I think, are the worst lunges. The worst. I hate front rack lunges. I'd rather be overhead. Well, obviously, but it, it's the worst. And to do that after skiing and parallel handstand push-ups when you have no rack crazy yeah the the shoulders in this one <laughs> yeah i saw that <laughs> i mean that that was pretty funny. <laughs> i was like oh man someone's gonna get their ass yeah that chewed. was a little yeah that was a little well you might that may have been your last time my yeah friend. Like, let, last let me time. just put a camera right let me just squeeze right by you pat excuse me sir <laughs> it's like no no that's hey. Hey, hey, Pat, you're looking good. Yeah, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna stay here. Okay, we're gonna get that. We're gonna get that shot. Pat, I, take I five. I like this event. I like this event a lot. I'm kind of surprised they didn't put this as a final. Oh, I mean, it's a longer one, but again, okay. you have that walking lunge. You have that battle to get to the end. Yeah, and and again, you know, it's it sets itself up for. I need to push all my chips in, and I mm-hmm. gotta hold on to this front rack lunge. Which it's, I mean. That's heavy, man. For ninety feet, like that's a, like that weight. That's not that's not a no joke weight. So the battle to hold on to that would be really really cool. And it's not overhead, so you're not dealing with that thing. You're just dealing with I have to suffer and hold on to this thing. And I already I, I can't breathe. No kidding, you can't breathe. That weight is just on you the whole time. Yeah, I think I think it would be. I think this would have been awesome at the end. But I like the event. I it was agree. Cool to start actually. You know, and open up the event, open up the competition. Yeah, I mean, well, overhead, any lunge to the finish line is is pretty sweet. Uh, next one, four rounds for time, 24 toes to bar, 12 sandbag cleans over the shoulder at 150 and 10. So first one, we had, you know, the skier, parallel push, front rack, you know, lower body. And then this one is the core with a little pull, but like the opposite movement of the sandbag. Like you have this anterior core crunch, and then you have this posterior core pull to be very basic, but look at on paper, you're like, meh. Then you watch it. Like, okay. Yeah. Fit. People are doing fit things right now. I like this on paper even. I I mean, because it's rare that you see a couplet. I mean more of like, Oh, that's it. Not that's bad. I'm like, okay. Oh, that's how most couplets kind of had, like they have that look to them. It's like, that's, that's, that's all it is. True. And every time, like I know when I program here in the gym, every those are the workouts that people will come in to do, and they'll be like, "That's all we're gonna do today." I'm like, "Yeah, talk to me afterwards." And they're like, "Oh, got it." Yeah. Okay. And that's and that's how this one is. I mean, you every single one of those rep sets are very doable and very raceable. And now it's like, okay. You gotta do them fast. You gotta do them unbroken. Uh, it was cool to see the strategy, and I'm surprised that there weren't more people that did it. The strategy on the sandbag, 
walking themselves oh, down. Oh yeah. Like I saw, I saw Emma Lawson do that, and I was like, okay, if if that, that was awesome. wasn't, if if that was her own idea, like way to way to f and go, like because that was a big move. And I'm like, I saw Adrian started to talk about that, and, and they didn't call it out right away, and yeah, I was I know. shocked. I'm like. These guys are going back and forth and having to pick that thing up and carry it. The first time she distance. backed up, I was like, oh, yeah, snap. Yeah. And I, I didn't know what the rules were as far as like if you had to face back or if that was the one that she did right before the end. If you had to be facing that way, I wasn't sure because she always turned the one. right. Oh, the yeah. Last one. <clears throat> yeah. I would have just kept walking it backwards. Right. I'm throwing it backwards end. over the line and just I'm, I'm going this way anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I, I loved I, I really did like this event. I liked how it was set up. I loved the races that it created. The numbers that they were were very uh like I said, they were very raceable. And the time cap, I, I mean again, you see ten minutes and you're like, Okay, I have to go fast. Right. So on paper, when I see this particular event, I like what it sets up the athletes to have to do. Yeah. I agree. Which is cool. I liked it. It was really cool. I liked it. All right, event three, 30 ring muscle-ups, 25 burpees over the box at 30 and 24, and then 15 squat snatches, hallelujah, at 205 and 145, hallelujah again. <laughs> and before we get into the event, we just want to reiterate what we've been saying for since the podcast started. With the retirement of Sam Briggs, we would again like to officially submit that 30 ring muscle-ups for time is now a new girl benchmark workout called Briggs. 30 bar muscle-ups for time needs to be called Samantha. And I think now that she's retired, we can push that narrative even more. Some more people actually jumping on board and being more vocal on Instagram for that idea. And it needs to happen. And as long as you guys know who started it, it was these two guys right here. Right here. <laughs> oh, shit, where am I? God bless. All right, these. Hey, Bill. These guys. Hey. <laughs> These guys. Oh, wait. Hold on. These guys. Oh, wait. Hold on, ready? Sorry. For those of you guys watching or listening right now, we're... we're High five. This is very... <laughs> 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 and we are five-year-olds with microphones. <laughs> uh, again, they're like, 10-minute time cap, 10-minute time cap. And then you look at this, you're like, love it. Big buy-in, benchmark-style event test to come in, just... Burpees over a box at a higher box. Um, and then the squat snatches at the end for 15 reps. This is just a, this is a gnarly mini chipper. I I don't know if I would have liked it. I love the fact that it's set up as a chipper. Because if it was done like three rounds of 10 ring muscle ups, burpees, and then like five snaps, like it would have had a different feel. But this one, and it was interesting listening to, to Vellner talk about this because he did really, I mean, obviously did really well on this one. Um, should you go and go unbroken on those on those ring muscle ups? And it was interesting to watch where each one of the athletes were unbroken. like, okay, where's, my, where's my strong suit? Where should I? I mean, he said he's like, I could do 30 ring muscle-ups unbroken. Who said that? Pat did. Oh, Pat, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'll do 20 and 10. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, because he's like, he's like, I, I feel like I need to push the limit on this one. He's like, I could very easily break it and be okay, but I feel like that's my strong point, so I need to, and it, like he said, I want to lean into that. So it was interesting watching 
where each one of the different athletes decided to lean in on one of their three pieces on this, whether it was the lifting. I mean, Jeff Adler was making up a lot of move, mm -hmm. a lot. He was really cutting down that distance on the snatch, you know? And I was like, I, I, he might, he might, I didn't think he was going to pass Pat, but I thought he yeah. could make up more. I didn't know if he'd be able to make up as much time as he did with right. those snatches, but we know that, that Jeff is very strong. We yes. know how, how, how he is with the barbell, but Pat, same thing. I mean, he, he, he's known for gymnastics, but even though he's known for his gymnastics, every time you put a barbell in the guy's hand, the guy is strong, like easily yes. strong. And we, we always seem to, even though he, you know, he does, you know, he wins the total, he does the, you know, all of these things where it's like the weightlifting guy, but we never put him in that class. He's so unassuming category. looking cause he's got disheveled hair and pasty white skin and chest hair. <laughs> But I guarantee but I, you right I, now, if like Pat it. had Andrew Hiller skin, that dude, dude. Pat Vellner is so effing jacked. Jacked. Jacked out of his mind, jacked. And if he was just yeah. like tan and hairless, like like if he's just shaved like Noah Olsen does before the CrossFit Games, <laughs> he would get a lot more like attention physically. Pat is effing uh, jacked, man. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got, he, he's, he has a very gym, gymnast looking, big old shoulders, big old chest. Well, yeah, I mean, he's built like a silverback gorilla. His arms are like six feet long each. I know. <laughs> but I, I, I like how the setup, and, I, and again, I like how it forced people to have to decide, all right, where am I going to pace and where am I going to make my move? I have yeah. three choices. Yeah. You know, and most of the people, the, the box jump was just kind of hang on. So then it, that kind of whittled it down to two. If I choose to slow down on the ring muscle ups, that means I need to go really fast touch and goes on the uh, on the snatch or you know fast singles. Yeah. Um, or if I flip flop it the other way, you know, do I pace it too much or what's going to happen? So I I like the event. I liked how it was designed. It was really fun. Oh, I love it. It's like okay, tax your upper and body the in the good. most intense way possible. You sap your legs and your explosiveness with a higher box jump, and now you better be good at snatching. Not just strong. And, and I talk about the weight. In to me, this is a very appropriate weight. Yeah. And this is what I mean. It, it it's not about like doesn't it be like ungodly heavy, but you have to have something that the this level of athlete that's going to be going to the games should be able to do. And I I, I thought the one the two hundred five and the one forty I thought that yeah. was awesome, awesome. <sighs> All right, my computer is going to die really quick, so I'm going to go no. grab my charger again. <laughs> okay. Huh. Everybody ask Bill some questions. Ask me immediately. Some questions. Immediately. Um, let, we're going to go over event number four. The barbell. No, we're not going to go over event number four. Jeez, oh, man. Um, so we're working on this one, guys. What was – give me your highlight. Get, well, we're talking about this event. Give me uh, – this competition. Give me your highlight of this competition. Honestly, for me, uh, mine was Jeff Adler. Wow. Actually, both the champs, Jeff Adler and Emma Lawson, both of those athletes, man, they completely deserved their win. But give me one. Give me, uh, give me your personal top top thing that happened this weekend for this event, for this competition. Come on now, you guys have been writing this whole time. Throw something up there, Corey. You got nothing. Come on now. Hey, what's up, Corey? I saw you come in, but I wasn't able to say what's up after that. What I miss? Uh, Paige Powers. Emma Lawson. I said uh, oh. highlights. I, oh, I was yeah. just saying how how the Jeff Adler and Emma Lawson, like the fact that 
how awesome it was that those guys, both athletes, both of them did and performed the way that they performed. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows that they're good, but they just they just kick the doors down. That well, was just awesome. Yeah. And, well, the other thing we're like for for Jeff is like we know he's strong. We know that totally. But he and we've talked to Zeroff a few after a few CrossFit games. Like we knew Jeff before he was even an athlete. Yeah. He was a volunteer. Yeah. He's like the Canadian Noah Olson. He's he was a volunteer like the <laughs> Dubai CrossFit Championship in like 2015. And him and Caroline, and also like shout out to Caroline Lambray. Dude, Caroline is awesome. That's I mean, she is a she's cool. Yeah. She's just a cool chick. But what she has done for him, she wasn't given like this great. You know, it's not like Rich getting ghee. Right. Like she has helped build Jeff Adler from him being just a dude. And dude, she needs a lot of credit for that. With him at, at Dubai, he was a little dude. It's just a he's just a kid. <laughs> that just, dude is fucking. He is yo. Yeah. So it's really cool to see his transformation because his biggest thing was he was a strong guy, but everything else sucked. And he finally like gave in, and and has been working on those weaknesses, and they're it's paying off. It's really oh, cool to see that. Really cool. So I'm yeah. really I'm happy for both of them. No, those guys, those guys, right? Well, and it's funny because every time I see Caroline, every time, hey, so who's getting heavy cream for your coffee? Because that's when I met Caroline. She was a <laughs> yeah, runner she's like a volunteer. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. so weird. But I mean, now she's you know, like programming and coaching one of the contenders. I'd say now after after this, dude, I'm putting absolutely. Jeff in the my top five contenders for a podium position now. Oh, right now, yeah. Right she, now, he looked amazing. He did look weekend. amazing. Amazing. All right. The final event that we have to talk about this long chipper, so I have to scroll because the screen is so damn small. Maybe I can. You want guys to All right. 25 20 Cal Echo Bike, 200 double unders, 100 foot handstand walk, 100 wall ball shots, 100 GHD sit ups, 100 foot handstand walk, 200 double unders, 25 and 20 Cal Echo Bike. Fantastic. I like it. Fantastic. I like it. Like the the double unders matter. That's a shit ton of double unders, but at the appropriate volume, if you want to test athletes in this kind of like uh, fifty double unders is not going to do it, right? That's no. not going to it's not going to cut it anymore. The distance on the handstand walks that these guys had to travel, um, the number of wall ball shots, the number of GHD sit ups, is great, really great. And then the end on the bike is just a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> Especially at twenty five. If it was like fifty, you're like, okay, I can I can get through it. Like twenty five. It's only twenty five. Twenty five. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is all. They, they did a great job. I, I think I think, and I'm not even a fan of double unders really. But I think as far as a chipper goes, this is one of my favorite chippers. Yeah, and we've seen some great ones already. Yeah. Like, uh, there's three chippers this whole weekend that were great in all three. Yeah. So, all right. All that being said, now that we have better looked at the Atlas Schemes programming as a whole and watch it unfold in person, uh, I, what did I give? I gave Copaser one and a half, Strength and Depth one and a quarter. 
Were you one and three quarters, one and a quarter? I was one and three quarters, one and a quarter. Oh. Man. Let me look at these again. <laughs> You're so funny. Gut feeling, man. Gut reaction. Come on. One and, I'm going to get this one one and three quarters. I think this is the best one of the weekend. There's no fixes I have for it. And if I'm going to knock a, a quarter off for for Copasur because of a little weight thing and some double under thing, I don't have any of these here. I don't. Especially after watching it. I think this might be the best one of the weekend. I'll say one and three quarters. I agree with that. Uh, I... Even though I'm giving this the same as Copasur, I, I think that Copasurs were minor minor adjustments. Yeah, minor, um, yeah, minor. I don't think I could give... I don't think I could give any of them um, a two-thumb because of... No, I didn't really like the standardized events. I, I didn't like how they were. I mean, the strength line, the rope. <laughs> no, that's just, not their I mean, fault. we were talking about the rope thing, but other than that, I like the like like this particular programming that they did. I felt like they programmed. Like we are, we want to find the right test to get the right people, and they took time to do that. It wasn't they just put stuff out there. Yeah, um, I love the weights that they had. I loved the level of difficulty that they put at the athletes. I love the time frames that they put up there to force the athletes into doing they had to race at certain levels or they couldn't like they couldn't just like pace, you know, and kind of like, oh okay, I know I'll finish, but like where am I going to finish kind of thing. Um I, they did a great job. Super fun. And I love I love the results. I'm yeah. I'm I'm really happy with how those guys finished because I think the world just I mean, not that I didn't think that that Pat wasn't going to do well. I, I thought for sure he would do well. Obviously, yeah. Um, I, I think that that the fact that the fact that Jeff beat Pat, you know, we've seen that that kind of float back and forth on between those two guys on the open, mm -hmm. and you know, other different. But like, even though even though we did, it was always like, yeah, but it's Pat, so he's not going to be Pat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's awesome. And Emma, 17 years old, man, as as put together as she is as an athlete, unreal. Unreal. Yeah. So I, I loved it. The program was great. The 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 way it was set up was great. The races were great. The outcomes were amazing. Good oh, job. it was awesome. Great weekend. Is this the yeah. best weekend? Top to bottom across all three. I mean, I feel like this is our best reviews. Of I'll all three. say yes, not just because of the programming, but because of the stories that were there too. There were a lot of really great stories that happened this weekend. Yeah, I mean, a, a, a lot. I mean, you know, plus <clears throat> stuff, negative stuff, I mean, whatever. But there was a lot of good, very, very good stuff to talk about. This, you know, Sam and you know Dan Huran and great those stories. Guys. Yeah, and, I mean, there's a lot of really, really good stories. So. Ed, Ed says he won't podium at the games. So I have a theory. I have a theory on Jeff's performance this weekend. Do I think he's peaking for Atlas games? No. Do I think Vellner was? No, I don't. 
But we got to keep in mind that this is Jeff Adler's very first in-person qualification event ever. And Jeff is a notorious online superstar and in-person in-person bomb. yeah, bomb. Yeah. Now you take Jeff who has been working his weaknesses for almost 2 years now. See it pay off like this. What does that do for his confidence and psyche going into the CrossFit Games? And the reason why I think he should be in the conversation for a podium position is that there's something to be said with the skepticism of your training and now seeing it unfold on the competition floor. Not unlike, and I'm not comparing these two as individuals, just a scenario, Tia Toomey getting her head screwed on straight. And what that's done for her. Right, she- Jeff Jeff is never had confidence in himself. Ever. Like right. that's every time we saw him at the games, it was it was the same conversation. Right. Like he would do well in the events that he's supposed to do well in, but if the if push came to shove, he just didn't seem to believe in himself enough. And it's always easier to believe in yourself when you're at your home gym, you got your own group, you got your own music on, you got your coach right there, you got your chalk in the right place. You have all the pieces that are set up for you to be as confident and comfortable as possible. Mm-hmm. What we saw this weekend was Jeff now knows he can. And that is, is not like you know, in your head, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. He just did, and uh, like I mean, his his um, his interview with uh, Arsenal, with Mike Arsenal. So, what was the difference that you thought? I thought I could win. I won. I won. <laughs> I was like, was, hell yeah! That's like, what who is about. this guy? Yeah. And Ed, to your comment, yes, he didn't believe in himself because he told us in person that he was there just to get fifth. Yeah. Thank you, Ed. Are you sure you're not Rich's other cousin, just with a different? (laughs) (laughs) And yes, he said that comment, but he's asking other people to do it. So Adler's got some dog in him. And now that he has the confidence to unleash that. And before it's like, if you look at Tia in 2016 and who that was, you would look at someone who would either never make the games again or never podium again. With her she attitude was, and mindset, go back and watch the documentary. It was an effing mess. And one flip of the script in attitude, confidence, like she didn't turn into a different human being. Then she saw it working. And now what does that do? And so I'm saying as a curious, I'm curious to see if this is the catalyst for a completely different Jeff Adler. Just based off that. We've seen it before. We've seen it before. I don't I don't I think he's in the conversation, like I said, top five conversation of people capable of podium at the CrossFit Games. It's just deadly when a good athlete has a positive self belief, because a lot of athletes don't. There's a lot of really good athletes out there that they win off of natural ability until they're forced to have to compete. Right. And because for whatever reason, they don't have the upbringing there. They never really got pushed when they were younger. They, they haven't had that competitive uh, pressure 
they don't know how to push through that. So I, I, I hope that like he finally has a couple hash marks in his, no, I, I am supposed to be, I am able to do this. Honestly, I, I think, I mean, I feel bad saying this about Chandler Smith, but I feel he's kind of that same way. Like that dude has got all of the, all of the pieces. Oh, he for sure is that same way, but he does not have. No, that's his like, biggest problem. Like the dude is one of the most physically gifted specimens I have ever seen. Yeah. And just upstairs. It's yeah. tough. It's a trip. Yeah. It's a trip. So we'll see. Anyway, awesome we'll weekend. Yeah. It was awesome weekend. We'll see. Oh, all right. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. That was super fun. On to the last chance qualifier. Ooh, man. <laughs> the amount of athletes that are in that pool is <laughs> absurd. <laughs> The only problem with that uh, is that I have to go to Morning Chalk Up and figure out who's in it because the game's website is such an effing disaster. I think that they should make uh, Hiller the lead judge for all the videos. He's going to do it anyway, so might as well just put him on there and see what happens. Yeah. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah. We have three people that have qualified because everyone <laughs> got Everyone got DNF. disqualified. He's <laughs> like, how did catching get disqualified before the event even started? <laughs> Andrew Remnants Hiller. from the remnants from the semifinals is what it yes, was. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, we'll see. Now I can't wait. I think that is going to be the most intense programming podcast we'll ever do. It all depends on what the programming is. That's what I'm saying. The, I mean, the amount of pressure that is on, and if they don't feel it, need to understand, you have to get that right. Not kind of right or sort of right, because it's two. It's two in a field that is the most deep, tight-packed, physically talented skill pool of, like, of the season, other than the CrossFit Games. I, it almost has to be that the thumb tape review, it's either a two or a zero. Oh, well. Hmm. I mean, almost. <laughs> well, yeah, and the hard part is is because it's only two. If it was five, you have a little bit more leeway. Was it perfect? No, but, did, you know, we got five there, right? But two? Man, I hope they're ready. <laughs> I know. I'm serious. Because if it's anything like last year, no. <laughs> no. No. Last year was so bad. And that was Dave's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with a, maybe a hand with other people in there. Uh, like last year's like, just pick the last event. As we said. <laughs> and three of the four, oh, oh my gosh. three of the They'll four that. that got first and second in there went to the games. Like, oh, wow, look at that. They'll, uh, they'll go, okay, guys, this is going to be a community effort. You guys pick the workouts, design them yourself. I could totally see that. Happen. Yeah, right. Well, ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for joining us today. Super fun. Thank you, for guys, for all the the comments and the fun messages. I think the. Oh, I didn't mean to click that. Sorry. What am I doing? What am I doing? All right. Uh, best weekend. Throw it out there. Top to bottom, event to event, all three. Yeah. That was the best one, which is really funny. Because my initial one is like, oh, this is going to be terrible. 
the <laughs> the one that had the most reaction of people on paper, like they were showing me text messages. This is at Granite Games, and they're releasing him and all the other yeah. athletes. I'm like, actually, this is one of the best ones. Atlas Games, shout out. I apologize for Good the job, things I said behind closed doors. <laughs> Ed, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate that. I'm glad we helped pass the time. Don't get fired. Don't get fired by listening to us. That's right. And if you do, blame it on Bill. All right, guys. Have a great <laughs> have a great Wednesday. We sincerely appreciate each and every one of you, and we can't wait to be back. Till then, see you guys next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>